It is what it is, the fourth studio album by funk, soul, and jazz artist Thundercat. It's executive produced by Flying Lotus, who not only worked with Thundercat in the past, but also many other artists like Kendrick Lamar and Anderson Pack. Thundercat is able to create an album that can be deciphered enough from his past albums, while also furthering what funk, soul, and jazz mean in the modern music today. In this episode of the Create Podcast, I'm going to dive into this album, look at the songs I loved, look at some songs that I didn't like, and ultimately give my final review as to what this album is to me and how much I enjoyed it. Before we actually get into the album, I'm going to um, give some background as a Thundercat, how I got into him, what I think of him. And so if there's one way to describe Thundercat, I'd probably say he's one of the grooviest bass players in music today. And maybe, honestly, probably one of the grooviest musicians. Um, he's worked with Mac Miller in the past. He's worked with Kendrick in the past. Flying Lotus, who actually produced this album as well. And the most fascinating thing I think I find about him is that he's able to build on the funk, soul, and jazz that he's made in the past. I was introduced to him, introduced to him a couple years ago when he released Drunk, and uh, I was introduced to him by a cousin, and I immediately fell in love with him. Uh, it was just this new take, kind of on, the genre, on all those genres, and what I find the coolest about him is he's able to progress uh, those genres from each album he does. So beginning with the album, you get this 30-second kind of prologue part where it's like the spacey dreamy kind of sound and it's really just like you're alone on this trip through the album and it's setting you up for what the next song is going to be about so we get songs that are funny like dragon ball durag which he released a couple months ago as a single uh track as well and it's a funny song it's just really catchy um it's relaxing as well but then you also see songs like king of the hill and then also How I Feel, which give you this fainted, haunted sound and mesh together to kind of give that idea of loneliness. But it's also like almost, it's almost still sounds kind of pretty too as well. It's just a fainted kind of dark sound that uh, you're able to hear in the back. And then finally, the album finishes off with songs Existential Dread and It Is What It Is, which uh, if you know... Thundercat's connection with Mac Miller just it's definitely it's it's sad to hear because they had such a strong relationship and these two songs basically they're his goodbye almost to Mac Miller where Existential Dread starts off with just describing how it felt when Mac Miller died when he heard the when Thundercat heard the news of Mac Miller's death and how he was just complete disbelief and it just struck him so hard and then it is what it is is kind of his acceptance of that him moving on and it's it's sad because of their connection but also just because of the character of thundercat where he has that goofy nerdy persona and to witness that kind of pain for him and how he puts that into the album it's difficult because he's more of a funky solely jazzy kind of guy and you don't see that sadness in the actual sound of the instruments so much but he's able to do that in these two last songs which works really well and then diving right into my top songs, I put Black Walls up there, obviously, which is also another track released as a single a couple months ago. Uh, Steve Lacey, Steve Arrington, and Childish Gambino all make features on that. So there's just a crazy lineup. Um, it's this funky, like, solely masterpiece. You know, it's not definitely not the most jazzy kind of song in the album, but you get this, like, it's just, it, it's this dancey kind of feel, this groovy kind of feel. Um, the bass rift is extremely catchy. And there's sounds all over that encompass that kind of vibe to just make it stand out, I think, in the album especially. 
Interstellar Love is another song in the album that I really enjoyed. Um, that's just the song that probably provides the most jazz in the album. If that kind of makes sense. Uh, more and more throughout the song, you see the saxophone and drums becoming more and more apparent where it's just super, it's getting faster and faster. And uh, that kind of, those two instruments coming together, saxophone obviously being my favorite instrument, but also the drums as well. The way the drum beat's going combined with that saxophone, it just it's also a very cool song. So those two songs really are the top two for me. Overseas is the other song I put, which is a more vibey song with a smooth bass sound, the groovy drum sound. There's also a dreamy drum or dreamy piano in the background too, which uh, that also made this song stand out for me. I also put House Way and Funny Thing in there too. And then as for songs that I didn't really enjoy, there was really only one song that I didn't like, and that was Fair Chance, which is the final single lady release as well prior to actually releasing the album and with this song i don't know it just didn't really stick with me the sounds were it was fine it was nothing special but i just he featured ty dollar sign in that i'm not a huge fan of him and i think that kind of stuck with me throughout the song where i just wasn't really that committed to uh enjoying it as much i guess because of that but uh that was only the song that i found that was the only song actually in the album that i i would say i disliked which is still it's not really dislike, it's just more out of the album that was the one I enjoyed the least. And as for finally rating this album, um, I really enjoyed the album. I really loved it. I thought that, like I said before, this one stands out in the sense that it incorporates parts from his previous albums while also taking or finding a new area of those three genres, the funk, soul, and jazz, uh, finding new areas of those and incorporating it here to make it really stand out while also giving that modern take. And um, it sucks because he canceled the tour indefinitely for this album, which I was really pumped to go see. So thanks, Corona, for screwing that up. But going back to the review, though, um, I'm going to give it a 9.2 out of 10. And the reason for that is, especially with this kind of music, I like to rank it more so on how fun it was to listen to. And this album was very fun to listen to. It was super enjoyable. Besides the song Fair Chance, I loved the whole album the whole way. I couldn't expect any less, obviously, because it's Thundercat. And he's able to consistently make great work. And the cool thing about him, too, is that he's he's 36, which obviously isn't super young for you know the start of a musician's career. And he definitely hasn't. It's not like he just started anything. But it seems like he's getting more mainstream, finally, at this point. And uh, it's nice because, obviously, his work is super polished now that he's super experienced. And now that he's finally becoming a more mainstream or more listened to uh, artist, it's just really cool to see because this work is going to con get consistently better. And um, yeah, so I mean, regardless though, I really enjoyed the album. If you guys haven't listened to it yet, definitely check it out. If the new artist segment, I have uh, Eve's Tumor, who is an experimental artist. It's pronounced or it's spelled Y-V-E-S and then T-U-M-O-R. Um, what makes this artist experimental is that they combine the hypnotic sounds with this heavy guitar sound and like this these deep drum beats, but also incorporates beautiful vocals from these other artists that I just they seem like they're unknown singers. And my for me personally, I don't know who they are. Um, but the label for the music he makes is apparently called Psychedelic Soul. And I haven't listened to his previous album, I haven't listened to any previous stuff, but for this album, that's what it was called, Psychedelic Soul. And that was something I never heard in the past. I've never heard of that genre of psychedelic soul. And what made this album, I think, really propel throughout all these songs in the album is that it stands out. It's something different. It's this. It's going to this new territory of music that it doesn't seem has been explored much or I haven't explored at all. 
And not only do I admire how he's entering this uncharted territory of music, but also how successful he is into that journey of the uncharted. And um, I'm curious to see how popular this album's going to get. I never heard of him in the past. And I was kind of just strolled upon him on Spotify and was like, hey, I'll give it a listen. And the album is great. It was a really cool album. The two songs that I chose from the album that I really enjoyed were Kurosin, 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 and Strawberry Privilege. Um, those are the two main ones that you really heard the cool vocals in the background, but it also had like this super cool guitar and that consistent drum beat as well. So those two ones really stood out for me. Go check out the album. It's called Heaven to a Tortured Mind. Um, and then Yves Tumor is the name of the artist as well, the producer rather. I hope you guys both listen to both albums uh, and explore both artists as well, Thundercat and Eve's Tumor. Um, new episodes should be on the way as this quarantine thing just goes because there's not much else to do anyway. Um, but that's going to be it for today. I'm Jacob Selman and thanks for listening.